I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Heather, I have a question. Go for it. What does it feel like to be the only real estate agent doing any work right now? I've got to know. <laughs> well, the pressure, number one, <laughs> you know, to be the only one that's working right now. I, I, the only it, one that buyers and sellers can come to. Literally the only one people are calling. It's absolutely amazing to me. I'm, I'm just sitting here waiting for the phone to ring. But no, no, no. <laughs> you're, you, they're calling you and you're answering and you're doing a ton of work right now. Well... I am, but uh, I don't know why. I haven't done anything. I haven't changed anything. And if it makes you feel any better, my current business couldn't be farther from each other. Oh, yeah. So every day I'm driving a good four hours. Which would lend itself to give you time to listen to this podcast about things to do, but you're not doing I'm not, that either. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm Thanks. listening to, uh, well... Still, still smart less. And then uh, just some health and wellness ones. God, I mean, you're just improving yourself left new and year right. New me. I know. I'm very proud of you. Um, well, I'm over here doing this, but that's okay because we're about <laughs> to start a backyard project. And I feel like if I pour my energy into creating something new, then other things will happen. And I am doing the things that we talked about on our podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm doing all of that. But I feel like if I'm creative, then, then if you build it, they will come. Mm, yeah, Don't you feel yeah. that way? For sure. Um, hold my hand through this Field process too. Yes. <laughs> hold my hand through this process because I am currently trying to find vendors to pour concrete, build a stone fireplace, lay down some tile, move a gas line, and pray for me. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You're doing this in your backyard? Yeah. That the postage stamp of mm-hmm. the area behind me that you're looking at. Yeah. It's going to be fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. Can't wait to actually move the podcast studio out there next to the fireplace. Yes. Awesome. Perfect. Okay, I'm going to shut up. Well, I'm going to flip the switch today, mm. which Kaylin didn't know about. And if you don't know Kaylin, inside she's freaking out a little bit because Sweating. she likes to be the switch on or offer. I'm a control freak. But what I'm going to do is introduce our guest today because I'm so excited and, you know, I knew her first, so she's my friend first, Kaylin. Um <laughs> But a quick bio, our guest today is Kate Peterson, which if you're a realtor in Dallas-Fort Worth, you probably know her and love her because we all do. Um, She grew up in Northern California and moved to Fort Worth to attend TCU. She immediately fell in love with Fort Worth and knew it would be her forever home. While in college, she began working at Highland Homes at the age of 19, and she's been with the company ever since. Um, She's sold on-site in several communities, including Walsh and Morningstar, and now she's the division sales manager for Highland Homes, supporting Fort Worth, Alito, Mansfield, Midlothian, and the city I can never pronounce, Waxahachie, (laughs) communities. She loves helping families design and build, and she loves coaching and mentoring her sales team. Fun fact, uh, at the ripe age of 29, which I feel like when you're 29, you can tell everybody how old you are. Absolutely. Like, you should wear a t-shirt that says, I'm, I'm 29. Well, you're 12. But, you know, she has four rental properties that she manages herself. When we were 29, what were we doing? Literally nothing. Was I even a realtor? I was, no. I, think I, was. I Wait. Yes. I don't know. Were we? <laughs> well, Kate, thank you for coming. We Holy are so excited. Number, also, before you talk. Cute as a button. No, looking like $1 million coming in here. Nails like, done. Oh, 
Adorable precious, shoes. Adorable dress. Makeup on, hair, hair down. looks fantastic. I was I don't think I showered today, Kate. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Y'all, y'all are way too sweet. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for having me. I am so thrilled to be here. I'm the biggest fan of y'all's. Oh, so I was so thrilled when y'all asked me to join you. You're adorable and kind. Easily the best dressed guest, don't you think? Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yes. Sorry so to all kind. the previous guests. Now we need to, to do you. that whole like dress for the guest you want kind of yes! thing. Yes. No offense to our previous guests. <laughs> well, we always, as Kaylin likes to say, you get on this podcast if you have a story. Kaylin's loving this. I'm just going to sit back and one, put my feet up. This is the one and only time I'm going to take charge because I've had so much coffee. By the way, Kate, you've got a venti coffee. Are you a coffee drinker, like all day long kind of coffee drinker like me? Like all day long. Oh my gosh. And you can sleep okay at night. Um, I or- mean, I kind of, <laughs> it's a struggle. No, it's a struggle, but no. it's worth it. The trade-off it's is worth it. it. And what's in your cup? Um, yeah. So this is just a venti pike with a little bit of half and half. Oh, Went to the gym this morning and it's like my post-gym reward. You know, like expo- some nice Starbucks. My head yes. is exploding. Yeah, yeah. I don't, first of all. She's 29. She, oh, that's it. Okay. Remember? That explains it. Sorry. Okay. Good. Yes. I forgot. All right. I was like, how do you, how do you, how do you do it? How I. Oh, you're 29. That's right. Okay. Well, well, keep it up, girl. So tell us a story. It can be about anything. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what comes to mind is um, my very first day working in real estate. Okay. I was 19 years old. I had just gotten hired um, to help this sales counselor um, on the weekends. So her job is to work in the model home, um, help guests or Yes, the guests. Yeah. yeah, help visitors. Absolutely. I like um, yes. That's good. You know, talk through kind of the new home buying process. So my job is the overflow, right? So um, a family came in. I've been there for legitimately five minutes. I don't know anything. <laughs> Saturday morning, I was hired the night before. Friday night, okay. Oh my god. So I'm there. This sweet, sweet, sweet family comes in. They're probably, gosh, I don't know. Um, I don't know in their 40s or 50s. I mean, they were real grown ups, and I was like a straight up <laughs> child, okay. And they told me the address of the house that they wanted to see. And I thought, okay, great. I can just figure this out, right? The woman I was working for was busy. I just grabbed the key that would get me in. Which is why you are who you are today, just so <laughs> we know. Of yes. course, taking just action. Taking action, Kicking yes. down model home doors. It, literally, yes, yes. And so essentially I tell the sweet family to follow me. Turns out I have no idea where I'm going. And I'm driving in legitimate circles around the neighborhood, okay? Just driving in circles and they're just following me. So I'm panicking, okay? I'm like, oh no, this is going to end so horribly. Well, I see the numbers, okay, of the address I'm looking for. And I don't know what street I'm on, but I'm like, surely this has to be it. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Duh. So I get out of my car. Sweet family gets out of their car. Like, finally, we're here. We're here. Everyone's a little nauseous from the circling, <laughs> but you guys are going to get we're through. We're here. Yes. yes. I walk up. I put my key in. It doesn't open. I'm like, oh no, this is really bad. Maybe I grabbed the wrong key. Maybe the family I'm with, the husband looks at me and goes, does someone live here? Oh my God. And this oh woman God. just opens the door. Oh my, God. oh my gosh. And she's like, sweetie, can I help you? Oh my God. I'm like, I think I have the wrong address. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So then I try to like backpedal oh my, my way. Oh yeah. It, it gets worse. It gets worse. Oh God. Sweet family is like, okay, no worries. Totally understand. I explained that I'm new. They're so kind. They're but like, were they like, just... ma'am, can we actually still just see your floor plan? Yeah. Did they actually? I, I mean, yeah. They were like, so what can you show me? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'll take you to the pool. I know where the pool is. I'll show you the amenities. And then that way when the sales counselor is done, they can help you and actually like show you what you're looking for. Right? So sorry. 
Okay, proceed to drive in circles because I can't find the pool oh that I saw oh when God. I was driving to the model home in the morning. Everyone's so got vertigo at this point. I just stop and get out of my car and go, look, I'm new. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Run back to the model home. Tell the poor woman that just hired me. Like, I don't know anything. I'm so sorry. I quit. I quit. I'm done. I'm done. But this sweet family came back the next day and they actually wound up purchasing oh. and they were like so, so, so kind and oh we became like really, really great friends. So it all worked out and it made me not want to quit real estate forever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That could have gone either way. Like, yeah, no, for sure. It was terrifying. And that's all we ask about in this industry or ask for, I guess is what I'm saying, is just a little grace from people. Mm -hmm. Like, please just understand how stressful this is. I can only imagine from the standpoint of those people living in a community where obviously Obviously, there's model homes and and an amazing sales counselor like yourself is going to be walking around. Like the thought of the thought that someone could just pop in my door on accident. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet it you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. because again, not all of us live in neighborhoods where there are maybe model homes or new yes. builds. Yes, there was one neighborhood, a new neighborhood. I have a couple of things of that story, but a new neighborhood, and I'm legitimately serious. They had a sign out that said, "Someone lives here." <laughs> Like, it has happened to them. Someone yes, has tried someone to put the key has in. Tried someone's to knocked, on the door. Has knocked on the yes. door. Twelve-year-old Kate was trying to <laughs> yes. get into their house well, at some point. Basically. I have noticed that maps have gotten better, but a few years ago, or I, it did not matter. It'd be like one, two, seven, eight, nine, mainstream, and they're always like these, you know, I don't know, blistering waves, circle or something. <laughs> And they're never, they never pull up ever. And you don't really know it until the moment. And that, what you described is my nightmare. And it happens once a week. And like them, they're following me and making circles. And the, the, but the new construction is sometimes very hard to it's find. It's terrifying. And, you know, a little secret that some realtors may not tell you is that, and maybe I'm speaking only for myself. Like we like to blame like everything on you. <laughs> like if, if I'm showing a new construction, and like, I can't find it. I'm like, well, the builder changed the, or if we had an appointment at 10, but I show up at 11, I'm like, well, I guess the builder like changed the time. Kate, we're letting all our secrets out today with well, you here. Fair, totally fair. I just love new construction. Like it is like, can uh, we get, which we'll talk about. I was going to say, can we get into this? Because what we just discovered prior to hitting record basically is that I know zero goose egg nothing. And I lie straight to my client's face when they ask me about new builds. And I want to talk through no it. Shame. Be no shame. Because Heather's on the other end of this. And I think this is the perfect like sandwich that has come together basically right now of an expert being on our podcast, me knowing nothing, Heather actually having some knowledge. And I want to hear why Heather loves them. But I have to say, when I get a new client that comes to me and they're like, what do we think about new builds? The absolute first thing that comes to my mind is that if I take them to a new builder or a builder or whatever, new community, that builder is going to take them away from me and I'm never going to hear from them again because that builder is going to say something to the effect of, you know, if you get rid of that damn realtor, I'm going to save you 3%. So that's fear number one. And I want you to talk to us about that. Number two though, the builder contracts. They scare the hell out of me. I've, I, I have done one, guys. I will say, okay, maybe I've done a couple. I don't know. But I wanted, I want to hear your thoughts on my fear. And then I need to hear like why Heather loves them so much. But what do you say to that? When a realtor is like, I don't know if I want to go talk to these new build reps. They're going to take my clients from me. Yeah. So you and every other realtor in the entire world, other than Heather, I feel like <laughs> has that fear. I hear this all day long. Mm -hmm. Truly, truly. Yeah. So it is all about the builders that you choose to partner with. Okay. 100%. Not all new construction is the same. 
just like, I mean, if you had a friend who was like, hey, I'm going to go buy a house in, I don't know, California, you would tell them, go find a good agent and that agent will help you, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. But there's also bad agents. I know. So it, oh, it's, we the, know. Same, it's mm-hmm. the same thing. It's the exact same thing. There's good builders and there's bad builders, okay. right? Yes. Um, I can speak a little bit about Highland and kind of our approach to realtors because I think that that's a huge component. You guys like us, right? We love you. <laughs> yes. We absolutely love you. Um, so much so that, so we were started back in the 80s um, by a brother-sister team. Um, and the sister, Jean Ann, she actually was the first, um, the first builder to co-market with agents. Nice. So she created the three, four, five program. So she was paying 3%, 4%, 5%. Um, I will say I I do love that. It's massive. Absolutely massive. Um, a hundred percent of our marketing dollars go to realtors. We market zero to the consumer. So for us, y'all are truly the bulk of our business. Um, because we know when we partner with good agents, then they're going to have good buyers. And then it's a win for everyone, right? Because yeah, we actually do need each other. We need each other, of course. I don't know why why I've been afraid. Yeah. What, what the hell's my well, problem? But you've probably heard so many stories of agents that have been burned. Kate, I heard one yesterday. They're everywhere. Yes. It's, Heather. Well, that's why I basically only send people to her. Yes. <laughs> so... You are so and sweet. so funny. Okay, and, hope you and, want a Highland home because that's all you're getting with us. I, I was going to say it's funny. Kate probably doesn't think it's funny. We've never actually made it to the finish line with anybody, oh, like, no. which is speaks to her character and her, she is so genuine. And I think this episode will be really helpful for those buyers that are considering buying a new construction. Like, I mean, Kate just cares that you're happy and you're in the right fit. So Absolutely. she's so helpful to me and she will like knowledgeable and at the end of the day if the, the Highland home and in whatever community is not a fit for them like she'll be the first to say like great thanks so much for coming I hope you find it like whereas some I have been burned by yeah. other builders and they have very kind of like used car salesman type which realtors can have the same reputation y'all couldn't be more accurate you're exactly right so we're gonna get the good ones and bad ones yes and Kate's an angel sent on from her. yes <laughs> you're so sweet <laughs> I have to know why Heather loves the new builds Heather tell me well, with her, I love <laughs> Highland Homes. Asterisk well, Kate only. Um, selfishly, I love when I have a new build day because what that means is I get my coffee and I sort of have the day off and I learn a lot. Like if you pair with a really great, you know, sales consultant, counselor on the other end, they kind of do the work for me and I get to learn. I don't have to know what the amenity center has. I don't have to know the taxes. I don't have to know, you know. You're so right. Anything about the house. And then they can do it all. They can explain it all. And they can, you know. And then if they decide to go forward with it, you take out that option period, which we all. Oh, yes. You take out the inspection. Well, some buyers do have an inspection, which buyers out there, you are well. You can do that with a new construction. Um, So obviously you can have inspect, you know, and walkthroughs and all that. But you know, you're not going to have a roof that needs to be replaced and who's going to pay for that. And, and fa- no foundation, no problems. foundation problems. And, um, so for me, it's like, uh, yeah. I love it. And I this, I look how much I'm learning. Like I've been over here been like, I don't know, maybe let's go look at that 1943 property that has foundation problems. What am, what a moron. I just need to call Kate. Just, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, and I've done some where they're not in, not here in Dallas, Fort Worth and they're building a home, which can be very difficult. Um, but it's sort of fun for me because I'm can be the one that's they'll be like hey can you run over and like measure for the you know we're ordering a fridge or hey they put in the the brick today can you go check it out and I'll be like yeah 
Oh, <laughs> you know, and it's so like, so that's kind of fun. No, that would be fun. And again, for me, the, like a person who actually enjoys looking at yes, houses and you. looking at, I don't know why I haven't been more into this, but that's why you're here today to educate me because <laughs> I'm love, an idiot. Yeah. Well, and I love what you said, Heather, about you can kind of quote, have the day off, right. And learn a lot. Um, and that's ultimately, we want y'all realtors to view us as an extension of you. So you can come, you can show the communities if your buyer does decide that they love it. The process is so easy. I mean, we send pictures, we send emails, we send updates. Um, and really at Highland, we want y'all to always look like the rock star. Yeah. So we'll send you a picture and say, hey, um, great news. The brick was installed today. Do you want to send this to your buyers? You look like you just went and saw their brick. And in reality, you were showing someone else another house, yes. right? So yes. we're just trying to, we always want to make agents look like rock stars, truly. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Okay. You are clearly so good at your job. I need to know how you got into this at the tender age of 19. Um, we just found out that we have the same alma mater, which go frogs. Always. Hey, Heather, yes. I went to TCU, by the way. Um, so did Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Heather. <laughs> She's a fan. <laughs> you picked the right button. That's amazing. That's, it's always roulette with the uh, buttons. Okay. So sorry. So Kate, I need to know how you got into this because I, I, I obviously found real estate at a little bit later part in my career, but talk us through like why this interested you and how you got into it and all that. Absolutely. So um, I grew up in Northern California. Um, I moved here to go to TCU. And I actually was on the equestrian team at TCU. Um, so cool. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. It was so much fun. Did that for about a year and a half. Um, and I realized quickly, like, this is a lot of time. I mean, 40, 50 hours a week of team. Yeah. And I was like, what am I going to do when I graduate, you yes. know? Um, and so I told my parents, like, hey, I really want to quit the team. And they said, sure thing, but you need a job or an internship. Like, you're not going to spend college just, you know, like partying or you're going to actually, like, Those do things parents. to better yourself. God. I know. Well, I you know. Remind I got me that really lucky. Like- <laughs> 10 years. I got, yeah, good parents. They make a big difference. Um, So yeah, so that was maybe on like a Monday or Tuesday. And I was like, okay, I'm going to find a job. And that Friday was when I interviewed for the story I just told. So it all happened so quickly. I logged on to Frog Jobs. um, So TCU's career posting page. And um, my manager, who is still my manager to this day, um, he had posted a job and he interviewed me and yeah, it just all started. The so rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. And I truly just saw um, just such a, an amazing opportunity, right? To help people. I no, thought, truly. hey, these sweet families want to build houses and I could totally help them. Um, so yeah, it, it just kind of un- by chance. That's a, unbelievable to like find not only a fantastic job that turns into a career, but something you're passionate about and something you believe in. Mm-hmm. Heather. I know that because if you listen to our <laughs> Before They Were Realtors uh, podcast, our, we had a different different story. Our paths were not that our smooth, paths. Case. <laughs> so well, we got very smooth. lucky. <laughs> yes. Well, you're so good at what you do. And um, we did, I wanted to say something else and I forgot. We have some, some questions that were submitted this week um, because I do think there is some... Um, you know, like confusion with new construction. And, and before we hop into the stories, what I want to also kind of go and in, in, in partnering with agents and stuff is what would kind of be your, your two minute response to like, well, do I need a realtor or do I really need a real, oh, we've been working with Heather for eight years. We love her, but do we really need to work with her? And if so, why? A hundred percent. And I have been asked that question 
hundreds of times, literally, as an on-site salesperson? My answer is 100% of the time, yes. And if it's if you're not working with a realtor, you need to go find one so that you we have just sit someone. outside of the model home. And I'm going to pay Kate for this later. Yeah. Like you're getting, you're going to get paid for I'm this I'm just going to sit outside of the model home and be like, did she tell you you're a realtor? Because I am, I am here to help you. I'm here to help I you. I thought about that one time years ago. I'm not going to lie. I saw some people walking into a model home. This was in Trophy Club. I think it was Highland. And I seriously wanted to be like, here's my business card. <laughs> Yeah. And a $20 bill. <laughs> Just Nine months like, later, hey. I get magic money in my account. Okay. Yeah. No, so truly, truly, it is um, another set of eyes. Um, somebody who has seen multiple communities. Unless you're Kaylin, but yes, keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. But soon enough, that will change. It, it, that it will, will change. You're, that will change. you're so right. Um, and really just someone to walk you through the process, right? I mean, we're there um, as on-site sales counselors. We're there every single day. Models are open. We're always available. Um, I mean, buyers can call, text, email my cell phone at any time, right? So we're totally available, but it's just so nice to have someone um, just to to bounce ideas off of, to talk to, um, and really just to kind of walk through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the majority of people are selling a home, right, mm-hmm. when they are purchasing a new home. Right. And so that partnership is massive as yes. well. The timing is huge. Um, the financial component is huge. So 100% of the time I tell people, go find an agent and here's some that I recommend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Go ahead and throw my name in that bin. <laughs> next time too, well, that's okay. exactly what I tell my buyers too, is it's almost like, you know, I'm, I don't want to say insurance policy, but nine times out of a 10, it goes smoothly. It's great. But I have had, not Highland Homes, it's, you know, that small chance that something does get a little awry at the very end. And then having me kind of in the middle to kind of help, like, well, hey, I was there when I looked over the, like, this says this. And and I think buyers are so busy. That's why we are so realtors, I think, are valuable when you're buying, selling anytime because a lot of these buyers have full-time job and they may send, you may send them an email with something and they're like, what is this? And, you know, like just being somebody else, they're like, oh, that's this, you know, or, you know, whatever. Just kind of being a second set of eyes on well, anything. Well, it's like having two experts, I yeah. guess. Like, hey, yeah. I'm just going to bring in all the super knowledgeable people to help me go through what might be kind of an overwhelming thing. Yes. Again, if I'm overwhelmed at the thought of it sometimes, you know, yeah. just picking every fixture or whatnot. And, and we did get some kind of questions along those lines. Yeah. I have some questions that people did submit and I'm dying to get to them. We often joke on this podcast that we're not like here to talk about what interest rates are doing and stuff like that. But we do get into the nitty gritty. And one of the questions that was submitted was, what's the biggest challenge for new home builds right now? Is it getting permits, supply chain, interest rates? Can you speak to that and what you're seeing? Absolutely. Um, so for the past few years, the biggest challenge has been the supply, the uncertainty of the supply chain. Right. Right. So someone will contract, will say, hey, your build time is going to be, you know, nine to 10 months. Well, we get two or three months in and we realize, okay, we may be a little bit further out. Um, So thankfully, we are so thrilled. Um, The supply chain is much better. Um, Build times are shortening, which is massive. So we're quoting like six to seven months from contract to completion. That's amazing. We have been quoting like 10 to 12. Right. So huge victory. Um, I would say from a buyer perspective, the, the most common question I get is, or the most common fear that I hear is what if I contract now and interest rates rise? Right. Um, what if by the time my house is done in seven months, my 
you know, interest rate is 7% instead of 6% and my payment is higher. Yes. Right. And so of course, as a builder, um, it is in our best interest to make sure that when a family starts building with us, they're able to close with us. So we have long-term rate locks. Oh, so nice. people can go and lock their rate for up to 12 months. Oh my God. It's a huge, huge, huge benefit. And it takes all of that uncertainty out. They know exactly what their payment is, exactly what their price is, exactly what their interest rate is. I'm only doing new builds. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here, folks. No more of these historic homes. Yes. Only a Highland and only working with Kate. Okay. That's awesome to hear. And obviously very encouraging for so many people. Because mm-hmm. I've got so many right now that like, again, like you said, they need to sell. They th- Some of the options that they want are in the new build communities. Mm-hmm. And again, knowing where to start is so important. Okay. That's awesome. The next question we received was, and I love this because you have bought your own home and you obviously own investment property. So you've gone through this. But the question was, has working in your industry changed how you view buying a home? How so? A thousand percent. Yes, it has. Um, Okay. So backstory here. My first home was a house that was built in the 1940s, um, right by TCU. Um, I mean, that thing has everything wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, legitimately, like foundation issues, roof, I mean, full remodel. Um, And so, yes, it has absolutely changed because I really see the value of new construction. Um, And before, sometimes I thought, well, the location and being so close to town or close close in, new construction's usually a little bit further out. Right. Um, But a thousand percent, my next house will be new construction. Isn't that wild? I mean, yes, yes. I lived in a 1943 house for 10 years. The poor listeners have heard me talk about it ad nauseum. And although I loved it and the charm and blah, 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 blah. I was like, could I just have something that doesn't have a problem every time I turn around? Now, I say that anything in this town is beautifully antiqued sometimes. And so we're obviously going to want that over like, you know, maybe something that someone might consider a cookie cutter. But I think what you guys probably do at Highland Homes and that I know because Heather is great at her job and would only lead people in in this right direction is that you can distinguish it and make it unique and make it your own and not cookie cutter, right? A hundred percent. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Cause I got one more question for you and it's my question <laughs> and it's so shallow. I love how like we had these like kind of deep questions and then my question <laughs> and then Heather, please start launching them out at her. What are your favorite and least favorite features that builders are putting in new homes right now? Oh. Cause I got my list. I want to hear Heather. I want to hear yours, but Kate, you got to tell me what you think. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. So for so long, everything was open concept, open, yes. open, open, open. Okay. And my favorite thing that we're doing now is just more opportunities for smaller spaces or okay. more compartmentalized spaces. Um, some of our floor plans have what we call a zoom room and it's literally oh. like a mini office. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be ideal for something like this, like recording a podcast or, Ooh, that's um, so cool. that's right. Brilliant. Cause maybe you don't need like a full office. Maybe yeah. you don't work from home all the time, but maybe you need like a nice clean spot that you can look professional on zoom for an interview or a meeting or something. Right. I could use that actually. Yeah. Yes. So that <laughs> is for sure my absolute favorite. My least favorite, oh gosh, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Controversial. Uh, Controversial. Yes. Okay. So this whole white brick trend that we're painted white brick, it is everywhere and it is just so overkill. I don't know if it's, I I don't know what it is. I just, there's something about it where 
I'm ready for it to move on. I live for unpopular opinions yeah. because <laughs> I did paint my last yeah. house. My white. house is currently white, brick <laughs> painted. But, but I, my house was built in 1951. We had to paint the brick because we added on, we had foundation problems and we had to paint it white. Okay. <laughs> my house is painted white brick too, built in the 60s. There were foundation problems. Totally relate. Okay. But I but, do a solution, you know? It's a, but I'm totally with you on that. Like, um, there's one neighborhood here where it's they all are all are white and they all kind of have the I'm not even Pleasantville. Gonna name names. There's this couple in Waco that's pretty popular Ugh. that you know. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Farmhouse style. Kind of a farmhouse. Maybe yeah. A farmhouse-y. A farmhouse-y. Um, okay, I actually love an unpopular opinion because I wanted to share some of my like least favorite things that I'm seeing. I actually can't even think of a thing I like right now to be honest. And that I don't mean that in the way that they're not doing great work, but you probably feel this way too. Like unless, I don't know, unless somebody really customized something that I'm just kind of like not that jazzed about it. Cause we see so many houses, right? Totally. Yeah. What I can't stand, my husband loves it. He's trying to convince me of it. I cannot stand the bathtub in the giant walk-in shower. Are you familiar with this? Oh, absolutely. It's everywhere. I can't stand it. What do you think of it, Heather? I'm going to need to know your thoughts on this also. Um, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking okay. about. I'm kind of indifferent on it, I guess. Okay, listener, <laughs> let me describe it for the listener. So listener, in a primary bathroom, they've often created these giant walk-in showers in which they put a large soaking tub in the, I'm going to say off to the side or in the corner. I, I've seen all these, you know, designers and architects doing it. And that, like I said, I, I, the thought of taking a soggy bath. Okay. You heard it here. Look at their faces. Listener, you cannot see their faces, but it's scrunched up and it is in disgust. Cause that's how I feel. Like you'd be in a steamy, (laughs) like a rainforest. And maybe that's not the case. And I want somebody to fight me on it. Fight me on it. I literally want to hear like another thought of it. I've never seen that. And so I don't don't show bougie places like you. Kate, I need to know your thoughts. I 1000% agree. (laughs) Perfect. It's so pretty for like an Instagram post, right? Like take the picture. It's great. But like functionally, I don't need a soggy bath. Thank you. You heard it here first, folks. No, I don't need that either. <laughs> I have a firm opinion that I agree with you guys on this. Love it. Heather, you and I differ on this one. Open shelves. Oh, yeah. I, I They're not practical to me. I think they look cute. I like the idea. But in a kitchen, an open shelf where you're having to like have matching everything. I have a two-year-old. And if you open up those cabinets over there, the things that are going to fly out, it's going to be an avalanche of sippy cups. So I can't do it. But Heather has beautiful open shelves in her beautiful kitchen and kills it. And it rocks it. And it looks amazing. Well, because I've told you, because you, I've, I have one casserole dish and it's nice. I have one mixing thing and it's nice like I had to like you know and I'm not in the toddler stage so That's right. I'm like That's they true. drink out of regular cups so maybe these features are for people with no different most seasons. people I'm very rare most people do not like and I have all open I don't have any uppers at all um isn't that almost impressive Kate I mean I think that we might be the same I agree <gasps> oh. with you fully like I have one of everything. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is people have multiples of yeah, things. Yeah, Kaylin, do you hear that? Doing a little <laughs> Like I, I test everybody. Like I don't even make casseroles. Why do I have seven casserole dishes? I don't even cook most of the don't time. Don't even cook. So now I have two Emily Hermes <laughs> casserole dishes from. Sir Latabo. I have forty-two <laughs> purple plastic cups that say See? "horny for life." From- <laughs> 
from TCU tailgates. Okay. <laughs> what do I do with those? I can't put them in open shelves. No. They refuse no, to leave can't. my house. I will forever probably be a closed shelf person, but I do want to go back to your open concept and closed concept. Cause I actually think this is on the rise. And I heard it first from people with multiple children. They were like, so help me God. If I have an open concept house where I can see and hear my children at all points in time, I'm going to lose it. So do you think that that ekes in at all to this trend of closing stuff off? Or is it that we're all home more or we were home for so long? I think it's a combo of the two, right? I think even pre-pandemic, 2017, 2018, 2019, I mean, things were, had been built the same way for so long, right? And inevitably the trend has to change because that's just what happens. Yes. People's needs change. People's, the way people live, I think changes. Absolutely. Um, we're seeing, you know, the trend of not having that breakfast space mm-hmm. and maybe having just like one larger, one larger table that can kind of serve for like breakfast and for more of a formal dinner. I'm all about that. That kind of plays into it. But, but like you said, I think people are home more. Um, and so they're really trying to reutilize that space or redesign that space. Um, and I also think that costs are rising and costs to build are rising. Right. So people have to be more aware of the square footage, right. Um, and how it's being used. Absolutely. And so those open concepts, sometimes there's some wasted space in there where that could be realigned elsewhere. It's so factual. I've yes. got a little about that going on in my own house. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> well, before you didn't spot. have a podcast and now you're like, oh, in that giant blank corner will be where my podcast goes. You guys, I literally want a piano so bad in this house and I'm not going to lie to you. I can't because the podcast studio. Does your family not, <laughs> I just now realize like, does your family, like they just stare at this podcast studio 24 seven, 24 seven. You I need ha- one of those little nook things. Like I need a zoom room. Forget a zoom the zoom room. room. Yep. I need a podcast room. I literally, I, I had a neighbor stop over the other day and she looked at me and she said, does this come with all the new houses? Like the podcast studio. She was kidding, but well, I bet it does one day. Cause everybody and their mother has a podcast. Everybody's got one. Kate starts. <laughs> After this. <laughs> I just might. I just might. <laughs> so, Kate, what other features are you loving or things that you're seeing? I want to hear it. Like you are on the forefront of what these builders are doing. And I feel like that's such an interesting thing to me is like, are there, are there different types of tiles, new countertops, colors? What's happening right now? Totally. So uh, something else I'm thrilled about is that we are seeing um, stained cabinets come back. Ooh, I heard Like that. lighter yes. stained, right? This. It's yes. so amazing. Um, lighter stained lighter stained floors right are coming back so everything's kind of lightening up um that whole just like all white on white on white is kind of coming to an end which I'm Kaylin's kitchen right just pointing at my kitchen right now I'm telling you I got I got the I got wasted space I got white on white on white things are changing after this episode Kate I'm, Time call- to remodel. I'm calling my painter immediately and I'm going with open shelving. Okay. So. It turns out though, your house is absolutely beautiful. Is. So that Gorgeous. is not needed. Very sweet. It's just a studio guys. It's yeah, just a studio. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So we're, go- I we're like going that. to, I do. And is it the wider plank floors? Are you yes, seeing that uh, too? Everything is wider. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's great. Are you doing any of the arching? Are you guys Lots do- of arches. Okay. And how do we feel about beams? We love them. Good. Absolutely. Cause, cause love they're in <laughs> I agree. (laughs) How do you feel about the Christmas tree? Um, I mean, the Christmas wreath still on the door. (laughs) I just, we're we're just, listener, I'm pointing to the wreaths that are literally still up in my house. These are the famous Trader Joe's evergreen, or not evergreen, I forgot what they're called. Birch Birch, 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 Birch. (laughs) box. Anyways, what I do with these is I, I literally will put a baby blue or pink 
ribbon on them for Easter. Oh, they uh, will stay Heather, alive. That was for the intention, and red is still rocking here okay. in my house for some reason. But I like that idea. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome, Kate. I don't mean to keep interrupting you, but sorry. Anything else? Exterior um, landscaping is that changing at all? You know, are we still? What are we seeing in that in that realm? Yeah, great question. Um, I would say in terms of what people are doing or what people are building, um, at least in our new construction, new community world, um, the majority of people, you know, years ago, people would, most people would want to put a pool in. Right. That was something that was like so common, so popular. Um, even like pre-pandemic, that was so popular. And it seems like now it's not really a thing. Okay. Um, one, because I think pools are so expensive, so expensive. now. Um, but two, because all of these master plan communities have amazing amenities. Right. So it's so ideal. Like send your kids to the pool and you don't have to clean it, take care of it, et cetera. So that's definitely a trend. Um, I mean, separate from the house, obviously. Um, other trends. You know, we're seeing a lot of people build um, from scratch without bathtubs. Oh, that's become kind of common, right? Oh. Like really big, massive shower. Another and controversial thing. That. It's very controversial. People have very strong opinions about this. Yes. You're yep. either tub or you're no tub. Yep. That's yep. what I'm finding. I'm fine. I have clients that want to move because they do not have a tub in the primary bathroom. So wait, quick vote. Who's tub, no tub? What is it? I would be pro tub all day long for yeah. myself and also yes. for resale. Me too. But I also work in this world, right? No, so that's me too, that. Heather. Kaylin, remember when you texted me Tuesday at 1.20 p.m.? <laughs> What was I doing? You were in the bathtub, Heather. Yeah, I love baths. For the record, you only sent me a picture of your feet. Thank God. Okay, you know, it listen, was listen, let's, pa let's pause for one second because I'm going to make a suggestion to the listeners that has nothing to do with what we're talking or our guest. If you're doing any sort of picture of you in the bath, which a lot of people love to do, like, here's my feet yes. and here's my yes. hands, do not do live version. No. Do not do the live version because what you'll do is be like, oh my God. And then you'll like... <laughs> And you may send something that you don't want. So check your phone. If you're going to do the cute, I'm talking about sending a picture to somebody. Totally. <laughs> number one, probably don't send the picture. I was But say, number two, if you do, and we can take this part out. Um, <laughs> from G to R. Very this is a quick. very specific story. You know, it, it happened to a friend of mine. Just make sure that you don't have it on live version of your feet in the bathroom. <laughs> a- Maybe don't document, but B, if you're going to be texting your podcast co-host to say that you're working really hard and taking a bath in the middle of the day, take that live Take the live off. version off. Okay, I so appreciate you for that, Heather. Thank you. Heather. Thank life you. advice from Heather. Very important. We have these little segments and uh, Heather brings the good tips is what happens. It's fantastic. Heather, I have taken up all of her time. What questions do you have for Kate? Well, no, those are all really good. Um, some other questions that I think a buyer or somebody that would be interested in, in building would be... Um, in this a like in this year, is there more opportunity to make more selections than there have been the past couple of years? A thousand percent. Okay, okay I, need, so, I need to know this. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so during the pandemic, right? Um, build times were so long that it was really hard to determine price. Okay, and for Highland, and not all builders operated this way, but for Highland, whenever someone contracted, their price was their price, so it couldn't escalate, right? So if someone contracted it, I don't know, five hundred thousand dollars. And really the price wound up being like $600,000. We just took the hit. We never passed that on to a buyer. Um, and so with that, the challenge became, we started selling houses at later stages so that we had an idea of what our actual cost was. Because obviously we can't just continue to lose money on every deal, even if it's the right thing to do, right? right. Um, so with that, we were selling houses maybe at sheetrock stage. So at yes. sheetrock stage, we're like 90 days from completion. Oh, wow. But we have 
cabinets in most of the time. We have countertops ordered. We have tile ordered. And these sweet families would say, oh, I wish I could choose my countertops. And I'm like, if you choose your countertops, it's going to take us six months. Literally, we were on lists to get supplies. And if you changed your selection, you went back to the bottom of the list. And so that was super, super hard. Um, and, And great. I mean, thankfully, most of what we put in is like so beautiful and amazing anyways. Like we know what people want, Yes, but people like to customize. So this year, um, build from scratch is totally back in all of our communities. Choose a lot, choose a floor plan, choose if you want a tub, no tub, a zoom room, no zoom room. I mean, you can fully customize structurally and then all of your design selections down to like the grout color. I mean, all of it. That's amazing. And now you just made me think of a question in your humble opinion where would you tell a buyer to invest in those upgrades? Because I often will have a client that really wants a new build and we are at the builder's minimum already, which means we're going to kind of get everything that's base level. And I don't, um, obviously we've established, I know nothing about this topic, so I don't mean to be ignorant about it, but I often am like, oh guys, I don't know if that's the right move because we're going to have all the base level things. And what if we go to sell and we're the cheapest house in the neighborhood basically, and maybe not in a good way. So what is your, what would you say upgrade here. Don't upgrade here. Here's where your money's going to go furthest for resale. A hundred percent. So, um, first I always start with structural things. Okay. Sometimes people will share with me, Oh, I'm not going to do the third full bath that costs $7,000 because I'd rather have nicer floors. And I'm like, Oh, you have two little kiddos and you have a third kiddo coming and you're really going to want that third full bath. Oh, right. So structural things, things that you can't really change later, um, without spending a quadrillion dollars. So that's first. Second, always kitchen and primary bath yeah. all day long, right? Um, yeah, all day long. So Those are the big feels, things. So it feels like the the advice we give clients, yes, exactly. right? Like yeah. when they come to us and say, hey, where am I going to get my money back out of it? We're always like kitchens and primary totally. baths. Always. The, the thing too, um, I think a lot of times, so not all new construction is the same, right? Like we talked about. Um, so it's so good to ask, like, what is the base level for okay. each builder okay. and within each community because right. it's going to be different. Yes. So maybe you go to Walsh, for example, and our standard specifications, you're going to have, you know, granite or quartz in the primary bath. You're going to have big, beautiful tiles standard, but you go to another community that's maybe at a different price point, you might have something that's a little bit different, right? Okay. So just knowing, um, knowing what the standard is, yes, is oh my gosh, so valuable because it's night and day between the builders, truly. So I've got some learning to do, is what you're basically <laughs> telling me, Kate. I can't thank you enough for coming today. Of course. We have I, I mean, again, we we often say this with our guests that we're having a blast with. We're going to turn it off and just keep talking, of right? Course, always. And we're going to have to have you back. I mean, Heather, I didn't want. Did you have any more questions for Kate? I mean, I could literally I have sit so here. So many and, questions. I know. I could just sit here um, and talk. To her all day. What I what I wanted to touch on really quick, and it's more of a note, and you may or may not agree. You may not agree, but one thing I love about a new construction timeline is one of the most stressful things when you have to sell in order to buy. Us as realtors get that client. They're like, oh, we want our dream home. We got to find that first, and then we got to just hope our house sells in thirty days. That mm-hmm. is the hardest thing to do. So what's so great about n- new build construction is. Typically, you have that six to seven months from, you know, 
picking your floor plan to closing and you work with, this is when a realtor can really come into play because you'll work alongside Kate, for example, when you hit that four or five month, you know, you kind of get their house ready and you kind of work on that timeline, giving you plenty of time, especially in our market now where we can, realtors can have a little bit of assurance knowing it will sell. Um, and it's so, it makes the process, you know, smooth and you know your dream home is there and you know you have time to sell your current home versus what we deal with and we oh. found this perfect home yes you need to sell our house in 30 days yes thank you please <laughs> totally. and then that's the likelihood of that happening is, is sometimes low and then you lose your quote-unquote dream dream home um so yeah I would just say buyer sellers to think about that too it's a really great um process oh for sure to sell and then buy your Dream home Dream that home. you designed and built. It makes it possible. Makes it possible. It makes it possible. She's you know, not a, impossible. She's a <laughs> magician yeah. and a miracle worker. And her name's Kate. She works for Highland Homes, guys. <laughs> yes, follow. What's your Instagram? Uh, Fort Worth Kate. Fort Worth Kate. Yeah. K-A-T-E. And let's just be more like Kate. Let's own rental properties at the tender age of 29 and get a job in a week that then becomes our career. And Mm -hmm. we're fantastic about Mm it. I can't, come on. I mean, Kate, thank you so Mm -hmm. much. Looking like a million dollars. Showing up. I know. I don't want to stop. I'm looking at the clock here. But, you know, we got to keep things on track here because Kate's got to go to Plano. (laughs) This has been so fun, y'all. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yes. Kate, you are a dream. Thank you so much for being here. We will make sure that we tag everything in Instagram so that if people want to reach out to you and then you just shove them right back to us basically Sounds so great. we can yes. we can keep we can work together. together yes you can become the new construction I was queen just, I like heather yes. i mean i can't wait and i've I only look- done one new construction this year <laughs> so i'm back to the princess i'm gonna say the goals in 2023 are for kate and i to work together and for you and heather to get to the finish line yes. Yes. thousand percent That's yes that goal. is the goal okay we'll report back at the end of the year amazing kate we'd love to have you back sometime thank you for being here thank heather, you for being a fan well thank you <laughs> Always. It's easy to be a fan. (laughs) Thanks for being a listener. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Always be closing. Hello. I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real.